0: Hi, this is Regeline Sabat, also known as Gigi. You're listening to Walk With Me podcast. My guest today is James Laster. James Laster has been providing personalized and practical financial advice to businesses and individuals since 2008. Financial clients have benefited from the knowledge and experience of James Laster as he strives to use his education, administration, and supervisory background to educate his clients on how to invest wisely and avoid financial loss by providing conservative options. Welcome to the podcast, James. Hey, how you doing? Great, how are you? I'm fine, I'm fine. Can I call you
1: Gigi? I know you personally, I don't want to call you right Can I call you Gigi? Yes,
0: sir. Yes, sir. I'm so oh, glad to have awesome. you tonight. Thank you for having me on. Yes, sir. Now, why don't you start off by telling us about you and where you're from, James?
1: Uh, I'm from a small town, if you will, uh, Wilmington, North Carolina, down by the beach. Uh, about 10 minutes, 15 minutes away from Wrightsville Beach. I know all about the hurricanes.
0: <laughs> I love it.
1: Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. It's, not, it's nothing like growing up, small-town Wilmington, North Carolina. Uh, there's UNCW there. Um, a lot of beach, but a lot of good people with a lot of families there. Uh, and to be able to bring Wilmington, North Carolina with me all the way up down to the D.C. metro area is really great. Like, down south – you know, you hug everybody, you shake hands, and, and and when you get up here, it's kind of weird. It's like, oh my God, <laughs> you know, invasion of space, but it's okay. It's we're from North Carolina, so it's all good.
0: <laughs> That's awesome. Now, what made you choose to enter into the financial industry, James?
1: Oh, great question, great question. So it's a series of events. It's a series of events. Um, I'll never forget the time when I just got finished watching Night Rider and, you know, some of my favorite shows on USA Network, and, and I remember I said, oh, wow, I'm hungry. So I remember turning the corner. and When I turned the corner, I, I saw her, you know, and I couldn't tell if that was sweat on her face that was causing her hair to stick to her, or whether it was tears. And so when I looked at her, I said, hey, Ms. Burns, are you okay? And she looked at me, she said, I'm fine. I said, are you sure? I, I know I'm only 12, but I'll, I can listen. And it was at that time, a family friend that I respected, I love. Her husband had recently passed about three months ago uh, uh, to that time. And she looked at me dead in my eyes and she said, James, she said, this stack of papers right here says how much I once had. And this stack of papers right here says this is how much I owe everybody after my husband's death. And this money right here is all the bills that I have. And I have about 30 to 60 days to pay all of them. It was a time like that. This family friend, my mom has been to the day, 33 years in geriatrics. A, you a know, family friend. She called my mom to help her husband go through his end days. And it was at that time that I saw a family friend go through something that sincerely changed my life. I never seen a wife, a widow, a woman go through the, the type of turmoil, frustration, going to the meetings. Uh, meeting with the attorneys, meeting with the financial advisors, and, and that experience, when I went into school education and school administration, I kept seeing the same issues with my students and their parents and my teachers that I was working with. So the more I begin helping people, bounce off to that experience that I had back in the days as a 12-year-old kid with a family friend, and now I'm seeing people continuously go over and over and over inside the same predicament. So it was at that time right there when I was on disability work. I did not go back into work. I decided to get my license in life, health, annuities, long-term care, and, 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 and took classes to become a certified financial planner. And that's the reason why I'm really passionate about what I do now, is because I don't ever wanna see somebody have to go through that level of fear pain and anxiety because there was not a dull bone plan put in place in the first place. So that's the reason why I do what I do, how I get into what I do. And because I have an educational background, I always take more or less the educational route for clients to empower them so that they can be in charge of their own decisions and be in charge of their own destiny.
0: That is amazing. Now, James, what specifically do you specialize in?
1: I specialize in holistic financial planning, holistic financial planning. And that's really the secret sauce. That's the key that separates me from almost anybody inside the industry. I'm what you call a a, a three percenter. And it's only three percent of the the, the financial uh, shall I say falcony, if you will, that has a firm understanding of how Social Security works how Medicare works, how Medicaid works, how long-term care works, life insurance, annuities, uh, understanding uh, debt and credit, business credit, uh, business consultation, uh, what does it look like for estate planning, and legacy planning, and how that all should be shaped so that the winds of adversity doesn't come along and blow all that away from you and your family.
0: That is absolutely amazing. Now, do you have any training specific to your field? Of interest?
1: Um, I, I have I have several trainings, right? And I don't normally talk about uh, my credentials. That's a great question. No one's asked me that in, in quite some time. And you kind of have to understand the path if you want. You got to understand the path, right? So um, I went a few teachers, you know, uh, prior to getting to financial services. I, I taught pre-K all the way up to twelfth grade, right? Pre-K all the way up to twelfth grade. And um, I, I would never forget when I, I had to go to one of my students' uh, parents' uh, funeral, right? And they had to do a GoFundMe. Um, you know, the family was fighting. It was a little bit uncomfortable and embarrassing at the same time. And so that's when I got my first start in final expense life insurance. So I got really trained to that. And once I was trained in that, I moved on. And then I moved on into, not only final expense planning, but also retirement planning, which it was all inclusive of understanding how Medicare works and what happens when your medical bills are too expensive. And then I got certified in understanding Medicaid. So there's Medicare, that ends uh, C-A-R-E, and then Medicaid, that ends with a D. Medicaid is what people end up turning into, uh, going into, when their medical bills are too expensive. So now that affects your what? Your social security, right? And your social security pays your Medicare, right? And anybody who's disabled or over sixty-five or older, there's your Medicare. You have you have to pay your Medicare Part B premiums no matter what, right? So that's that's the Medicare and Medicaid. Then when it came to retirement plan, most retirees or people who want to retire are doing one of two things. What's that? Either trying to grow money are trying to have some source of income, right? So back to social security training. Social security gives you a a disclaimer saying that social security income is only going to take care of only 40% of your income when you go to retire, 40%. So where the heck is the other 60% coming from, right? Back in the days, you know, your, your mom, my mom, my grandma, they had pensions, they had pensions. And we call that the three-legged stool. So there was pension, there was Social Security, and then there was your personal savings. What happened, definitely since 2008, many companies started slicing away all of the pensions, right? All the 401ks, all of the retirement plans. And you're lucky if you have a pension. If you have a pension, many people get pension and retirement plan. They think they coincide, but no, they notice not. a pension is what the, your, your employer gives you. Okay, so understanding that right there from an HR perspective, right, now we understand that, okay, so my job is not giving me a pension, so I'm only counting on my social security right now and my own private savings. Folks, you got to wake up. Everybody needs to be saving. Don't spend everything you get. So the next certification specifically came inside the the whole arena of having, uh, uh, you know, obtaining a securities license, right? And what a securities license does, it's all it comes It helps you advise folks on their complete big picture, right? There's a, there's a, there's a complete difference. Because the difference, and, when, and another secret sauce here, right? You know, a, a cheeseburger would have uh, uh, ketchup and, and mustard on it, right? Another secret sauce right here is definitely – being able to understand how estate and legacy planning coincides with all of that, and right up under being a business owner. What I mean by business owner? Let's say you don't have a mom and pop store, but you still uh, have rental properties. Still have a rental properties. So if you just go to uh, what they call a financial advisor, you're real excited about you like and you love that that, that person. You gotta understand one thing, how do they get paid? How do they get paid? And and I think how somebody gets paid makes a huge difference on your overall plan, right? Because they're not doing it for free. Well, what if somebody said, hey, when you make money, I make money, right? That's a a no brainer, right? So that's really how we organize my firm, or shall I say I organize my firm with the collaboration of a lot of other folks. Because I wanted to be able to educate people on the big picture the whole listing big picture how are all these little puzzles tie in together so yes, a lot of trainings, a lot of certification, a lot of continued education credits and you got to understand I'm in an industry that's watched more than any other industry. Any other industry hands down they're watching what we do why because the law states that they want to make sure that everybody's in the midst of good commerce. That's it, right? So that's where all those certifications come. And if you look up, you know, what it takes to become a certified financial planner, uh, what does it take to to hold all of those licensure uh, and and the criteria it means to maintain that licensure, sets our firm uh, uh, light years over other firms. Great question.
0: Thank you. Now, what has been your greatest lesson learned in this industry?
1: The greatest lesson learned is that unfortunately there are there, there are folks out there and uh, folks are entrusted into them to, to to help them. To be a straight shooter. Say this is good, this is bad, uh, here's a second opinion. And the biggest lesson that I've learned overall is that you have folks out there just like that that are pushing products to people and not solutions. So when somebody's pushing a product, I want you to understand how this works. When someone's pushing a product, they're constantly having you think about the problem and they overwhelm you with the problem. And when you get overwhelmed with the problem, the the, the, the side effects are anxiety, depression, fear, neglect, avoidance, right? You got people sitting out there they don't even want to answer the talk on telephone. They don't want to open their mouth because they've been pushed products, right? I like to propose and educate folks on options and solutions, options and solutions. And that, that that's what you want. That's what you want. You, many times you already know the problem. You already know the problem right uh my daughter was at the park uh the other day and, and there were some other little girls that that were playing and everybody was keeping their distance and a little girl was running she had an ice cream comb and her ice cream cone fell over down to the bottom and the first thing uh uh the little girl that was playing with her says goes you drop your ice cream and the little girl looked up at her goes, she goes i know right so so no nobody really needs to really reiterate your problems to you. What you want reiterated to you is the solution. And the more you're hearing solutions, the more you start refining that solution. The more you start taking notes of the solution, the more you start thinking about what works and what doesn't work. And then what do you do? You don't hold all that information to yourself. That's the biggest thing I'm going you don't hold all that information yourself. What happens is you give those solutions away to somebody else. That's a legacy. Right, there was a problem. You had it. You found the solution. You don't hoard that for yourself. You share it with your loved ones. You share it with your community. Right? You see somebody hurt. You share that. And I, I, I embody that. I believe that. That's why I do free seminars. That's why I do free workshops. That's why people are able to reach out to me so that I can do HR uh, seminars. Those are not free. <laughs> you know, um, I got to pay my staff somewhere, right? Uh, but but it's, it's being able to educate people on the big picture. I was in St. Louis, and I was doing a seminar at, uh, there. And at the end of our, our seminar, that was an in-person seminar at the time, and one of the department heads of, uh, of Veteran Affairs of St. Louis said, hey, James, listen, when are you coming back? I said, when, you? I said, when am I coming? Back? Yeah, when are you coming back to this area? I said, ah, I don't have a calendar in front of me. And I said, Why? What's up? And, and in my mind, I'm thinking that maybe he's going to invite me in and say, Hey, I want you to come back or something. That, that wasn't it. He said, James, I want to know when you're going to come back because I want to get the word out because those are things that you said today that I can't tell people when they come into me. OPM has their own way of how they handle those things. And it's a conflict of interest. And I don't have the license to tell people those things. But folks don't understand that when you call Social Security for a time, you call Social Security, and you ask Social Security certain questions, there are certain things that they can tell you. And there are certain things that they won't tell you. Not say that they will withhold information. But you got to understand, it could be a conflict of interest if you call Social Security and you're in a bind, it's a personal decision for some people. You want to check and see, should you take your Social Security? Well, the Social Security agent is not going to say, whoa, 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 Miss uh, you know, Johnson, whoa, whoa, whoa please uh, slow down, Mr. George. Listen, um, your Social Security benefit Compound and you earn eight percent a year if you just hold off to 870. You can get a 32 percent wage raise if you hold off and not take your social security. They won't tell you that over the phone, and they definitely won't tell you how those numbers play out in your overall scheme of things. They won't tell you that you can get taxed up to three times in your social security. Why it's a conflict of interest, right? Okay, it's like you know. You can go online right now and have the, and do your taxes on the IRS website, right? But should you? Is that in your best interest, right? <laughs> you know, <laughs> it, it, it all depends. It all depends on situation. By far, you know, on this podcast, I'm not giving uh, a tax advice, by all means. Obviously, you need more information. But when you look at the big scope of things, that is the biggest lessons that I have learned. Look at the holistic point of view. You want solutions. And within those solutions, you want to know what options you have rather than somebody push you a product.
0: Great question. Right. Thank you. Solutions truly matter. Now, James, what sets you apart from your competition?
1: What sets me apart from my competition? Well, one, we offer solutions, right? <laughs> 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 when I push your products, right? Um, those are come. What sets us apart a uh, is I would like to say a few things, right? It's, first of all, it was the support staff, right? We were having a meeting, and we were all talking about a 10-year inside of this, uh, you know, this glorious industry, and we got over 543 years behind us, right? We got almost five and a half centuries. You know, we, we were pretty impressed with that. That was, that was pretty good, right? Um, the, 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 the personal touch. I I work with my, a lot of my clients hands on, right? I call and I check on all of my clients, you know, in this DC metro area, when there's snow outside, uh, we're one of the few companies that are are reaching out to our clients and making sure that, you know, they're not snowed in and that they have food and that they have water, you know, when COVID-19 hit, you know, um, and, 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 we don't boast about these things, we don't talk about them. It's you asked me this question as these things were coming to my mind, uh, this is totally unrehearsed. I don't know what you're going to throw at me, but you know, I, I, I'm thinking about uh, when COVID-19 first hit and uh, we had a lot of seniors with medical issues and they were scared to death to leave their homes. I, I had one client who told me, you know, uh, we, we called them a check donor and she told me about how she went to the grocery store and um, that day how they had to go to they, her husband decided he wanted to go to the Home Depot before going to the grocery store and something happened. I can't remember what happened at the Home Depot, but when they made it to the grocery store, they, they saw a young lady walking by and they waved to her and they had her gloves and her mask and her hat on and sunglasses on. And they said, Hey, would you go in the store and get us, you know, a few items? Here's our list and we'll pay you for it. Right. And I, and I feel great that we're a part of, of helping others and doing things like that, right? Um, in the financial services area, of course, yeah, we're top class, you know. Um, let's talk about the elephant in the room, right? It, what sets us apart is that I'm an African-American man, right? And there, there, there was a time where, you know, people would not want to hear from me. Right? But then I was the cleanup guy for a lot of people who went through somebody just because maybe I don't know why they didn't choose me, but uh, it wasn't what they thought it was. It wasn't what they thought it would be and they came to us and we fixed their situation. We helped them in their situation. We helped them push through that situation. We gave them options and solutions that they were able to pick and choose from and felt pretty good about because they were educated. Well. In return of that, you know, you do that for a while, and then, you know, people start telling other people, start telling other people. So when we finally decided to, you know, go ahead and get a little bit more public and, and, and do Facebook, uh, the responses I got to say, has been overwhelming lately uh, to the point that's what sets us apart. We have a community of individuals that we've we we've helped. We've walked through scenarios. we walk walked through, you know, uh, uh, you know, losing spouses and, and medical ailments, and uh, working with family members, and working with this, Toronto uh, folks that wasn't a part of the East State plan. You're like, what's going on here, right? You know, uh, that's where uh, uh, my my background as a form of educator work with all walks of life. You know, uh, uh, working in Fairfax County and Montgomery County, we had well over eighty nine languages spoken. Right, so very diverse ability uh to be able to reach with people right and i'm a former musician i've traveled all the way uh, you know, around the world as a a musician as a trumpet player percussionist and guitarist uh meeting a lot of people so i and everybody in my staff is just, just just everybody i work with we're very sociable <laughs> right uh, we love our client events you know we won't do a cruise round but uh, uh, those were definitely uh, items that were in the works because we just love one of our people so much. So uh, I think that really sets us apart. Um, and just as well as the, the good press that we're getting, you know, uh, we're on podcasts, we're, you know, on, uh, you know, news shows and then TV shows and just people are just reaching out to us. And here's the thing, just like I'm doing to you this evening, you know, this is important, right? You asked me the right question, I'm going to give you a bunch of free information right well that information is only as good as as the person that is the receiver of that information like what are you going to do with it and do you need somebody to help you and if you do definitely give us a call
0: I love it now what is your ideal client like and why should they connect with you James
1: our ideal client is anyone approaching the age 50 and age 50 to 75 okay and Definitely, if you are a business owner, uh, we have a lot of clients that, you know, are in the medical profession, you know, the legal profession, um, contractors of of all sorts, uh, as well as if you work for a a large company or federal employees, right? Why? Because those people have already been actively saving and now they're, they're looking either to grow what they already have or make different types of changes to prepare themselves to stop working. Um, but that doesn't exclude a certain, you know, a bigger population of people because, you know, my, my youngest client is, uh, no joke, this is crazy. lives in, uh, uh, uh Tyson's corner, a 23 year old kid created an app. I don't want to tell you, you know, but, but he was very successful what he did. Right. And his landlord literally got really angry at him because he had so many cars inside the park. lot. All the other tenants were unable to park the cars, right? So we had to, you know, walk alongside with him, coach him on a few things. Um, And we've also worked with a few professional athletes, right? Uh, And glad we did. Look what we're going through now, right? So um, the ideal client, all in all, is somebody who's humble enough to say, hey, I'm good in my profession and and, and very well astute in what I do but I don't mind listening and receiving help and getting educated on this. Those are the type of people that are the best kinds for us.
0: Wonderful. Now, what has given you the most joy and fulfillment in your life? Oh man,
1: I got to say my family and, and definitely my wife. I met my wife in high school and I'm, I'm a very outgoing person. And, uh, She bought me a chocolate chip cookie, and I said, wow, she's not like everybody else. She's a giver, and I like being around givers because I'm a generous giver. I like being around givers, and I tell you, that woman has given me three beautiful, strong, and healthy kids. She's a wonderful mother, and it makes me happy to bless my wife of 25 years. It's pretty awesome. That, That makes me that's my girl. <laughs> that's my woman. That's my wife. That's my friend. All right? I, I. That's 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 my heartbeat. That's that she truly makes me happy. I love making her mad too. Should I say that?
0: <laughs>
1: it's awesome.
0: <laughs> Not a secret now. It's on the podcast.
1: <laughs> well, she knows. <laughs> she goes. You <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely that
0: is amazing how you two are high school sweethearts that is beautiful now james what is your best advice to the audience for walking with purpose
1: have a goal and write it down plan um and in my walk um is a little different from a lot of folks uh, my father passed away, so anytime I can get s- some kind of wisdom, um, usually from uh, older gentlemen. Don't care it's white, black, Asian. I don't care. I love everybody. And when you can sit down with someone, you know, that's older, twenty minutes, about fifteen minutes is a sweet time. Fifteen minutes, they will give you so much wisdom do- during that short time frame. And it's been my ability. To be able to receive information and a lot of people and a lot of those folks have told me two things they've told me to write your plans down write your plans down put it right and the second thing they told me to do is save 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 and when i dug deeper it wasn't just money it wasn't just money they said save and 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 one one older gentleman told me he says save your memories. He said write them down. He said you know it, it's it's not girlish, or, or 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 whatever to just start jotting down more important things in your life. He goes, I, how do you remember Alexander Hamilton? You <laughs> know how do you remember George Washington? Right? How do you remember. Him? He said they wrote memoirs, and he goes they didn't write those memoirs uh, you know, for other people at the time. Those are the most genuine ones. He goes, if you look, they wrote those memoirs really for themselves so they can remember what was going on. (laughs) Right. So, so save those precious memories, you know, save your money, you know, save your friendships, save your relationships. So you, if you put the stamp of save on a lot of things, right. It's, it's, it's a beautiful thing. And so you know, I, I I try to call myself a hoarder of all things good, right? <laughs> I I do. I, I wanna save them as much as I can. Yeah. And all things bad. You know, you don't recognize the good till you remember the bad. So it is what it is, right?
0: I love it, James. Thank you so much for being on the podcast and for sharing your story and how you entered the financial industry and the trials and tribulations you had to overcome. Now, James, where can the audience find you?
1: Just uh Go to our website, LasterFinancial.com. Um, if, even in this podcast, if you have questions or if you know somebody that can use some help, you got two ways that you can reach out to us, right? You can either go to info at Laster Financial. You can just email us at info at Laster, L-A-S-T-E-R Financial.com. You can talk to us directly at 877-8-Laster, L-A-S-T-E-R, option one, option one. Um, or just reach out to us on Facebook right? Laster Financial, uh, the Laster Financial on Facebook. Uh, You'll find us. You'll find us. Ask, 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 ask away, right? It's really, you know, I'm working on a book right now uh, with with a mutual friend of ours, um, and we were thinking about the title and the one that's at the top is, you know, uh, all about others. So reach out to us that way, because that's how you're going to get a lot of things Uh, with no streams attached.
0: I love it. Now, ladies and gentlemen, make sure to check James out at www.lasterfinancial.com. And James, thank you so much for being a guest again on on a Walk With Me podcast. I really appreciate you.
1: Hey guys, thank you. Thank you guys so much. Gigi, we love you over here. You take care. We wish you well. best of luck to you. Take care.
0: Likewise. Thank you.
1: All right. Bye-bye.